Your martial arts movie podcast. Ha ha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of fail. Zero, you look a lot closer today. <laughs> Is the camera eating you up? Uh, maybe I'm not Zero. Who am oh. I? Maybe oh. I'm somebody else. <laughs> You're a lot warmer today. <laughs> like, like the color tones in your skin is a lot warmer that's because you got, you got a new camera right new camera yeah hey we're upgrading our systems well i am because uh, i got complaints about <laughs> my camera just showing too much of my room and when i was doing post work on the video it was just a chore because yeah not a good camera but hey you know yeah. look at what we're doing for this podcast yeah Yep, yep. You can see exactly what we look like if you listen to us on our podcast. Or you can just follow us on YouTube whenever we actually get around to uploading more. Um, hey, but we, we've been uploading videos. You've been you've been uh, doing the ones I've been sending you. So, they're, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's coming out slowly. It's not yes. easy to do like a daily video release. <laughs> uh, things are always hard when you have uh, an actual full-time job on the side, too. But, hey, we're not talking about our hectic lives outside of this podcast we're here to talk about uh is it jackie chan my stunts yes wait yes and no no today we are talking about uh who am i who am i i'm will uh we're talking about who am i jackie chan's 1998 film um a movie that was requested uh, by one of our patrons uh kofax oh man kropotkin sorry if i butchered that name uh, but yeah, thank you for the shout out. Thank you for the recommend. And also thank you for being a patron. Um, and yeah, going, uh, stepping a little bit away from the Valentine's theme month, which might have been a blessing because we're kind of running out of ideas <laughs> for February. I had more, I had more love theme movies I wanted to talk about, but mm. hey, Patreon comes first. That's true. That's true. We, we value our patrons. And uh, I don't know, Zero, do you value this movie? Do you have any... <laughs> ah, see what I did there. What a wonderful transition. Do you have fond memories of this movie in any ways before the recording of this episode? Right. Yeah. So, uh, again, uh, mid to late 90s Jackie, that was peak Jackie Chan for me because this is when uh, the influx of his movies started to get imported because after the success... Uh, Rumble the Bronx and then Rush Hour. Yep, this is like we're starting to get more of his uh, of his films. And Who Am I came out. Uh, I remember my cousin having it on VHS. He was a really big Jackie Chan fan as well. And we, wa- I just, I have fond memories of watching it with him because we loved the last fight, which I think universally everybody does. But I don't remember anything else from the movie. <laughs> In terms of me remembering that watching experience. Okay, that's fair. I think I'm on the same boat as you. Um, I've seen this movie com- probably a couple times too. I mean, yeah, I, I also got like my bootleg versions of this movie as a kid growing up. Uh, you know, it's just 
you know, on VCD, if anyone out there still remembers the VCD, um, when they could come out and I'd, I'd watch it a couple times and I just remember not remembering this movie. Uh, the, the end is essentially where everything happens. Uh, it's, it's the part that everyone talks about if they even remember anything about the, the movie whatsoever. But boy, I think 90% of the movie is very forgettable. And uh, yeah, I feel like even though like I've watched it, what, two, almost three times for the, for preparation for this movie. And then, and then I watched my stunts. Um, I realize like how blase the movie is like when you don't talk we, we're not talking about it within the context of the last fight and the last the final stunt of the movie um so yeah it's always funny how like we're like oh remember jackie chan's who am i that fight was amazing and then the rest of the movie is man. the rest of the movie yeah. <laughs> it's it's a shame because it's it's not a it it's not a bad story in terms of being like filled with plot holes or just being incomprehensible we've spoken about lots of those movies before Mm. this is actually extremely straightforward you know jackie chan is some sort of special ops he conks his head on a coconut (laughs) loses his uh loses his memory and he's trying to figure out who am i yep Um, and his name he wakes is also who am i (laughs) it's it's weird you know they um that I thought that was kind of cute. His name is technically Who Am I throughout the course of the film, and people call him that. But in a sort of, I guess, military debriefing scene, they talk about these missing yeah. uh, these missing guys, and they literally call him Jackie Chan, and Jackie Chan is on his label under his picture. I was like, no, <laughs> why did they you do have, that? They, they shouldn't, shouldn't have, have done that. that yeah, yeah, that, that's, that, I think that's a big misstep. Like, it's, it's okay if we have the character be a complete mystery throughout the whole film. So, all right. Uh, I, I, in preparation for the, today's episode, I watched the original cut. Uh, according to the, what they say online, the U.S. version cut out, like, roughly 10, 9, 10 minutes of, of uh, material from the movie. Uh, I think one of them was the, the um, parts of the opening scene and then the scene that, like, and mentions his name. I think that's better. Like, you kind of want to leave it as a mystery. Like, you never... Throughout the whole movie, you never find out who's what Jackie's real name is. And I think that's fine. <laughs> but it's also well, kind of silly. you do, because they tell you, but he oh, never well. finds out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, they don't even tell the audience in the cut. Exactly. Is what I mean. yeah. yeah. That, that would have been superior viewing experience, in my opinion. Because, um, oh, boy, that debriefing scene... Uh, the, the the briefing scene with the CIA. Um, could you tell that those people were ADR'd? Because I'm I could. <laughs> well, there's a lot of ADR in this movie. It's yeah. it's kind of strange because it was shot in English, mm-hmm. but then there, you know, when Jackie first wakes up uh, in South Africa, I don't know exactly what part he's Namibia, in. I think. Mi- yeah, Namibia. I'm not, sure. I'm not a geography person. <clears throat> Uh, Canada's right next to Iceland. Yeah, something like that, right? <laughs> That's as much as I know. <laughs> right. Well, he's he's speaking in Cantonese first, and then he starts speaking in English. And every now and then, like I think he throws it in because uh, it just it just I just I hear I hear like something different. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny because uh, when Jackie, oh boy, this is gonna sound really mean. Jackie, like he he. He gets saved by the, the the natives, and then he's just like he doesn't remember anything. So he, like everyone's speaking their native tongue, and he's just like, "You speak Angus, 
<laughs> it's like, do do you? Uh, I I kind of wish that he stuck with Chinese because like you know he started with the Chinese. I'm like just continue with the Chinese. I don't know. Uh, the movie is definitely catered towards an international audience. Uh, you know like this is the, that peak era where it's like rush hour and, and gorgeous. Like like trying to branch out a little bit. You know like they bring their toes a little bit into the foreign market. So. Uh, I mean, oh, Mr. Nice Guy, prime example of, like, another movie that Jackie did that's, like, primarily, like, trying to reach out of Hong Kong. Um, so, yeah, the movie, uh, like, has a lot of international casting, and um, the acting's not always stellar. <laughs> uh, some, of the, some of the performances are, or the performers are just people that Jackie just picked up i think the one who played the um the quote-unquote reporter was just some girl interviewing jackie and he's just like okay you you just, just join the set yeah uh <laughs> michelle fair 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 yeah plays the reporter slash something else if you don't want spoilers yeah but uh yeah she definitely comes out as maybe the most egregious in terms of and then yeah, uh, well, it's it, it's kind of a balance between her and the character Yuki, but mm-hmm. Yuki is a little more bubbly, so you can kind of yeah. forgive her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought I thought Jackie actually did pretty well with his English, minus the you know his obvious thick accent. Yeah. I I think I preferred this over some of his other English attempts in other movies. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they they give Jackie way words that are too difficult for him to pronounce and i just kind of want him want the dialogue to be trimmed down or like like simplified for him i think it would have made more sense it's not like when he goes on conan and he, he's roasting conan <laughs> so um yeah okay uh, enough of that said uh, yeah the, the story you, you mentioned uh is pretty straightforward i i somewhat agree and somewhat think it's like like from a from a one thousand mile like point of view, it's like yes, it is, but the movie kind of like takes some really weird turns at times, <laughs> or like they tell the story in a, the weirdest way. Like yeah, like I understand the basic concept, but I don't know, certain elements of it feel kind of like cartoony and like out of place. Uh, well, I think everything that's going on with the scientists, and yeah, the scientists, the transferring of money, all that stuff, it, it's weird. There's a huge it's not even an action scene, an explosion scene where they blow up a power plant and it goes on for way too long. <laughs> and the whole time I was just wondering, like, what does this have to do with anything? It's because there is a story point that in Africa they mine some sort of like mineral meteorite? rock yep. that can turn a machine gun into a rocket launcher. That's like the analogy that they made. Yeah. And then, I mean, these this, this is all like, pointless right like this is just a pointless material for the sake of the plot but like it's in the movie and they explain it all and then towards the end it's like it turns into like a money laundering thing or like the villains trying to steal money and you're like wait what what does that have to do with the meteorite i mean it, no, no, it kind of it, it's kind of related there there is a bad guy who comes in an extra bad guy who comes in later he's he wants to buy i guess the information about that meteorite or that rock from the original bad guy and they're he's transferring money to him yeah that's what it is it, it, well it, i still find that really bizarre and um well that that's all that stuff goes on for too long yeah they're, we are literally in real time 
while they are making a money tr- money transfer, and <laughs> yeah. it's it's god awful. I'm like, why are we watching this in real time? Oh, remember the song they had about friendship? Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> the villains are at odds with one another, They're arguing, just like bickering. But then they rekindle their friendship by having a friendship song. This is a movie for like teenagers and adults. <laughs> so yeah, it, it the movie has like this cartoony vibe to it that like happens every once in a while. Uh, we can talk about that during the action segment. But there's one particular moment halfway through the when uh, through the movie when Jackie's running away from the villains and just like people just hoisting pianos. On, on <laughs> yeah that yeah that became so stereotypical yeah. uh, i don't yeah. know where that originally started from mm-hmm. but i know that's you know that's a parrot thing that gets parodied a lot because i i kept on thinking of wayne's world too <laughs> yeah, okay, you know okay, the, yeah. the the, the yeah, two yeah, guys yeah. are carrying glass back and forth They're like what are you doing they're like well we just need to keep on carrying this glass back and forth <laughs> and then eventually it comes back around yeah 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 it's exactly that and you know, whenever you watch a movie, there's like there, there's that one mother who like who just happens to drop her baby, and the baby's like in the in like line of fire, and it's like, and she goes, "My baby." There is like a literal scene with that, but with a dog, and a you dog, can actually yep. see you can see like the wheels turning in the writers' room. Like, yes, we'll put the dog in there, <laughs> and we got to put them in danger that Jackie needs to cut, get in the way and, and save the day. Uh, all right, well. Before we go into all the like little details of the movie, let's talk about the elephant in the room, which is the drama, uh, <laughs> uh, the controversy behind this movie, which is um, okay. So, uh, for those who don't know anything about the making of this movie, uh, that's why we have this documentary that's out there uh, that Jackie produced in the late '90s, like roughly around the time that this movie was released, uh, called Jackie Chan: My Stunts, which is I think it's uh like necessary pairing with this movie if you want to know anything about the making of this film outside of like the the end credits but you can see like some behind the scenes stuff of this movie you'd see a lot more of it in my stunts now uh during the making of that documentary um they said some things about ron smorenberg um that you know like he used you know uh, you know ron he's he's the he's one of the final two fighters that jackie fights yes yes in in the finale yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll talk about this a lot more in in detail, but like, yeah, Ron and Quan Young are the two fighters who go against Jackie at the end. So, um, yeah, the documentary puts Ron on blast. Uh, they say that he's very inexperienced. He doesn't know how 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 to hit his marks or match Jackie's rhythm, his timing, his pacing, his spacing, all those things. Um, and Ron actually replied uh to this what 22 24 years after the fact <laughs> uh and said that like some of that's a little bit horseshit uh so yeah there there's um you know, like ron actually like uh, in defense of like himself you know like I, I mean right now he's you know it's it's been 24 years so he's been a more accomplished action choreographer but the whole documentary did kind of taint his career and mind you this was his first film thing i think uh i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly what he said you know during in his interview with viking samurai which i highly recommend everyone check out uh, viking samurai's interview with ron smorenberg um but yeah during that interview he mentioned that yeah he didn't really have much experience whatsoever you know in filming but he always like 
uh, action film, but you know, he, he wanted to break out into the industry and this was like his, his breakout role. Like this is his opportunity of a lifetime. So it's granted, like he should be inexperienced. It's, it's should be given to him that like, yeah, he, he doesn't know anything. You should call him some slack, but the documentary put him in such a bad light that it kind of like ruined things for him. Um, but at the same time, with all those things said, and I'm trying to be very um, open to everything that Ron's mentioned um, and be in defense of him, uh, I do see what Jackie and uh, what the documentary is talking about in terms of like the inexperienced thing. But yeah, it's excusable, but like you can definitely see that like Ron doesn't always hit those marks exactly the way that uh, a more experienced action performer would have. I don't know, Zero, did you happen to catch that as well? Yeah, I mean, I I side a little more towards his end because, you know, Jackie Chan made that documentary. It's not like somebody else did. Mm-hmm. So they could very easily edit it so that, if, you know, they show those faces of frustration that Jackie has on top of uh, Ron missing his marks. Those could be two completely separate instances, right? Yeah. And that's how they decided to frame it. And... Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, I remember watching that My Stunts, and I always had this notion of Jackie in my mind that, oh, he's so he's so lovable and easy to get along with and so personable. And then I remember seeing that, and I was like, huh, that's, that's a little strange. That doesn't seem in line with his personality. But then again, you know, I, I don't know him personally. But mm-hmm, from the persona that he gave off, I didn't think that was accurate. And that always kind of stuck in the back of my head just a little bit. And then after kind of seeing all this stuff happen and then watching those interviews, it was just, it's, it's a shame to realize that, yes, you know, he was inexperienced and them calling it out, you know, that's perfectly fine. But to really put him on blast like that on that uh, documentary to promote Jackie more, but to use him as almost like a stepping stone, like, hey, look at the Jackie Chan stunt team. You, yeah. can't, you can't hang with us. Look at this guy. We brought him in. He's not good enough for us. And it, it's a shame to hear him talk about how, you know, no one wanted to work with him because he was that guy from my yeah. stunts. And uh. he really, really just needed to persist and keep on going and keep on doing it so he could finally get work in the industry again. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely include uh, the link to um, that interview in the show notes uh, for anyone who's interested. Because uh, I, so Kofax, if you're listening, um, I know that you, uh, you amongst a lot of people who watched Who Am I and the Jackie Chan My Stunts documentary are under the impression that, yeah, Ron fucked up royally. He like, he didn't know what he was doing. He was like um, uh, inadequate and whatnot, or maybe just inexperienced. But uh, yeah, I think like that that interview is a necessary watch, and I think that it's important to like get that out there because unfortunately, parts of Jackie Chan my stunts is fake news. <laughs> it's it's a biased journalism, is what it is. It's uh, you know like yeah, like Jackie Chan produced it. He's you know basically uh, like he drove the direction of that that documentary. So like yeah, unfortunately, someone had to be thrown under the bus. According to Ron, if it wasn't him, it was going to be Gary Daniels. Can you imagine that? Like, instead of in, what, City Hunter? It was City Hunter, right? Yeah, City Hunter. Um, you know, like, I don't know. Like, 
imagine a documentary on City on City Hunter. It's like Gary Daniels did not know how to throw a Hadouken. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Well, again, um, I think any you know people should watch it. Both sides come to their own conclusions. Yeah. Not taking anything away from Jackie or Ron, but it mm-hmm. you know the drama. It's kind of juicy. It's kind of interesting that. <laughs> you know 20 plus years later he could finally kind of feel comfortable and safe because yeah when you think about it that kind of sucks he got a chance of a lifetime to work on a jackie chan movie and i you know speaking generally i like this stuff he did because yes he's doubled but so is everybody else fighting Mm -hmm. everybody's doubled so it's not just like it was his fault (laughs) (laughs) okay so here's the 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 other elephant in the room not just with this movie, but just like in general with like 90s Jackie, which everyone still has this like weird perception. It's like Jackie never needs stunt doubles. He always does his own stunts. Okay, so this is the 90s now, right? Okay, mm-hmm. if we're talking about the 80s, it makes sense, all right? Jack, when he made Police Story, he was 31 years old. You know, he's he's like prime physical health, you know, like, you know, he's battered himself but he can still take the abuse right but as he gets older that's not really the case by the time he made this movie he was 44 <laughs> you can't do the same level of uh, athleticism you can or if you can't if you do you're more likely to hurt yourself and yeah. those injuries last and, a lot longer and you can but you need to take into consideration he's our lead actor and yes. he is our mm-hmm. action director so mm-hmm. If you know, if he goes out of the picture, who's gonna you know who's gonna exactly. the movie? Who's going to lead the action? So yeah, there yeah. needs to be times when they when they are looking at a scene or they're looking at a fight scene, Jackie might say, Okay, well, you know, because this is gonna require a lot more spinning or a lot more stuff and it mm-hmm. the camera is I want the camera here, let's just have a stuntman step in and do it because it'll just, you know, save me the time or save me the energy yeah 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 so i i don't like this i don't like it when people call out like oh jackie did, doesn't do his own stunts in the 90s when he was in his 40s uh you know like jackie's another human you know like of course he's he's phenomenal he's a great on-screen martial artist he's you know he's good at his craft but you know he has physical limits and i think that's like very evident on screen everything you said before is very true like he runs the show you can't have him out of commission he can't run that risk. So like he'll do the things that he can do and then he'll mitigate those risks so that the production can continue. Yeah. And you know, I was thinking it's, it's a shame that, well, maybe not a shame, but I get it from a marketing standpoint. He was maybe not, he himself was doing this, but he was getting marketed as he was doing everything himself, right? Mm-hmm. No stunt, no stunt doubles, no wires, no CGI, like, um, I remember hearing some of those things, or maybe that was Tony Ja. I can't remember now. <laughs> but anyway, okay. it, it's a shame because we all know the term Jackie Chan stunt team. Like the fans know that, so mm-hmm. it's kind of a shame that we he didn't start pivoting to Jackie Chan stunt team, and so mm. we we could you know the general audience can understand. Oh, okay, it's it's a big group effort. It's not just Jackie. Uh, everybody is involved in doing it. So they, they will start to get a sense of understanding, needing a stunt double, needing wires for certain uh, aspects. But right. I get it. You know, marketing machine, all that stuff, they need to sell DVDs, VHS. That, that's exactly it. No, that's exactly it. This is the age before the internet was like, a, you know, a, a mainstay in, in everyone's pocket. Uh, and, you know, like even 
mainstream audiences don't know, like don't follow stunt teams or, or action uh, teams whatsoever. So uh, it's only like folks like us who are like really into this. So yeah, like you, you, you would, you know, you wouldn't even think about something like eighty-seven eleven back in the day. So like to to imagine like some you you would just picture like one person being like the poster boy of you know like what exactly like action yeah. would be but you know like you're only as good as your your stunt person is like it's you know you can't have a good action scene with just one person um, but yeah Jackie obviously needed stunt people uh, to do some of the performances um, and you can actually tell that when we actually go into the action segments like there are certain moments where like you don't like Rod didn't have to point it out you can actually just watch the the fight and you can see like okay that's clearly not jackie he's falling a little too hard if jackie <laughs> did that in the during the production of the movie his bones would shatter <laughs> okay <laughs> not saying 40 year olds are are like brittle but like you know once you get into your 40s you have to be more careful with your body so um yeah and then obviously the other part of this movie are is the stunt work which uh, I do like some of them. There's one in particular that everyone all remembers at the very end. Um, but I don't know. Uh, it's weird. Like, I don't necessarily love all the stunts in this movie. I think no one's brought this up, but I think there's CGI to to really, like, uh, or, like, some digital trickery to sh- to really, like, heighten the some of the stunt work. And... I don't know how to feel about that. I feel like that's a little bit deceitful. Um, do you, did you catch that, Zero? Uh, there's a few moments where I thought maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. Which one are you thinking about? I'm thinking of the chase scene when he's... Ooh, maybe we should save this as action segment. Maybe this... Well, we'll talk about it right now real quickly. <coughs> um, there's a chase scene where he's like doing a roll over um, the, the top of these buildings and it it's made to look like it's really tall there's that large gap between them right? yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah 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 well, well we'll go into detail why we think so when we get to the action segment but i don't know is there, is there anything else generally you want to talk about with this film uh no i think i mean i think we discussed a lot of the general action or general mm-hmm. sentiments already so if you want to listen to more detailed breakdown of the action you should follow us on patreon because you could possibly recommend a movie for us to cover as well. <laughs> yeah. Well said. I guess we'll uh, we'll talk about this more and then we'll save more of the... Maybe we'll talk more about the movie as well during the action because... Uh... <laughs> well, that's I'm what... Right. I was going to say, what, what people might not realize is it's not just an action breakdown. We actually flesh out the movie even more. We talk about spoilers that we don't want to discuss in the general section and... There's lots of hidden stuff in the Patreon version that is not just action. So, but we do cover go. action as well. Um, yes. Yeah. Everything you said. Um, God. Now, when you go to the action segment, you'll hear exactly why we don't like. We don't necessarily love the beginning portions of the film. <laughs> so, from this point on, it's time for the action segment. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And is that is that who am I? That's who am I. That's who am I. Okay. Great. Yeah, the ending's weird. The the, the story's terrible. <laughs> am I? Am well, I? Well, I mean, alone? it's got an ending, right? It's. Uh, it's not does like, it? It's not. It doesn't just cut to a freeze frame. Oh. Amidst her spin kicking bad guy. <laughs> Which might have been a better ending now that I think about it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> because Jackie Chan's like, oh, I don't want this to get into the wrong hands. Or my parents told me don't mess with the environment. So he you know, <laughs> fucks off with the disc. Uh, no, we get something. Oh, I don't know. We get something not memorable in the end. Like the ending's not memorable. Well, the whole movie's not very memorable. Yeah, of course. Like we, we mentioned the highlights of it because that's what we do. Uh, every martial arts movie has something, or at least the good ones have at least the one or two fight scenes, and this movie has that. But boy, the rest of the movie is so forgettable. I actually, I, I, one, one that I, I think I watched this like several times as a kid, and it, like I haven't watched it since. But I don't, I didn't remember anything from this film outside of oh, the yeah. final fight. Watching this stunt. again was a brand new experience because <laughs> yeah. I forgot everything. So yeah. when I was watching it, I was generally curious to the mystery mm -hmm. about who he was, but then they never <laughs> tell us who he is, yeah. but they do because he's Jackie Chan. <laughs> they literally say he's Jackie Chan and his name card where they show his picture is Jackie Chan. So they, <laughs> they, messed, they, they royally messed up with this movie, <laughs> at yep, least yep. in that aspect. We know who you are. Yes, yes. Um... Oh yeah, I get. Maybe we're on the same page already in regards to that. So, uh, all right, recommendation time. Um, yeah, watch the watch the fight scenes. Yeah, <laughs> watch the fight scenes. Watch the final f stunt. There are some action segments throughout the movie that are neat. They're not great. They're neat. Um, I'm not a car person. Like I don't. I'm not really big into car stunts. I mean, I I can I can sense one. I see a good one, but yeah, for the most part, I'm not. You know, too keen on that. Like, I don't have an eye for it the way that I do with fight scenes. So, I mean, it, it's a no-brainer. Watch the final fight scene. Watch the the final stunt. Those are awesome. Uh, don't watch the movie. <laughs> that, that, that's that's it's it's a given for me. Like, it's even if you did watch the movie, you'd be like, all right, I could be doing other things with my time. <laughs> like, I'm just I'm just waiting until I get to the end, anyways. Um, yeah, that's that's my general two cents. Zero. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never seen it, then watch it. That's all. Oh, yeah. That's all I could say. If you've seen it before, you do not need to rewatch it. Uh, the deleted scenes on the on the original version, uh, the him running up the tree, that's pretty awesome. I wish they somehow got that into the the American cut, which you know cuts out some stuff, but it's not there. But you can you can see it online. Somebody mm -hmm. put it up. Uh, that's awesome. That's just an awesome stunt. Him running away from a lion. So, but yeah, uh, movies extremely hard to recommend. Uh, Story-wise, not the best narrative. 
but they make up for that with a really kick-ass fight. It's like almost eight minutes long, so maybe yeah. they maybe they realized during filming like, oh shit, this is this is going nowhere. We need to really <laughs> we need to end on a high note. So specula speculations are that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, with all this controversy around this movie. I think uh, at least we ended on a good note. I think regardless, the movie, the final fight still looks good. Uh, yeah, like I, yeah, I know that, that's great. The final fight still holds up. That's yeah. that's always a big concern when I go back and watch some of these older movies yeah. where I remembered liking the fight and then mm -hmm. going back and dissecting it, realizing, oh, no, I, I don't like this. Kind of kind of like Gorgeous. Gorgeous was one. That was disappointing to go back and watch because we, yeah, yeah, you can you see all the episode, little holes in it. Yeah. All the wire work kind of took me out of it, but this one, still great, still a very, very good fight. Yep, I agree. Yeah.